Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Business ownership can be super lonely. And the reality is that your business can feel like it is your entire life. You are your business. And without it, well, who would you be anyway? Often you spend more hours in the day in your business than the hours that you spend with your partner, your family, your children, or your friends. And whilst this never is the intention, you feel like it's just what has to happen to ensure everything gets done. You know, putting out the team fires, the admin jobs, booking clients, marketing, cleaning. Well, actually, the list goes on. So who else is going to do it like you can, right? Then when you get home at the end of a busy day, you're actually exhausted, like all talked out. The kids are wanting to spend time with you, needing your attention. You have to help them with their homework, take them to swimming lessons. (laughs) But if you're anything like me, you can't switch off. Stop thinking about the salon or worse, you actually feel guilty spending time away from your business. I know this was me for many years in my salon. So in this episode, I want to introduce you to one of my dear friends, Melinda. Now, Melinda and I have worked together inside of the Salon Mastery Program for many years now, but she's completely turned her business around from being in the trenches, down in the dirty, deep, dark holes. We cried together on our first call, and now her salon is thriving, and she is in her newfound role as salon CEO. Now, Melinda started her business, Ginger and Spice, with no clients, no team, no experience in running a salon. But now with a thriving team, she's got six stylists. Melinda spends 99% of her time working on the business, leading from the front, installing new initiatives for the team and for the business in order for it to thrive. She's off the floor, of course, and actually, she's never been happier. I want to dive into this topic of how to create freedom in your business so your business can grow and also in your life as a salon CEO, once and for all, without overworking, without the overwhelm. Let's dive in. I want you to meet Melinda. Hey, welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. I want to introduce one of my dear friends, Melinda. We've worked together inside of Salon Mastery for many years now. Melinda has completely turned around her business from being bogged down in the trenches. Well, I think I mentioned before, we cried together on our first call. And now in her salon, she is thriving and and she is enjoying her newfound role as salon CEO. So I'm excited to share this chat with you. All right, let's dive in. First things first, tell me a little bit about your background, Melinda, your life. What was your greatest struggle or concern before joining Salon Mastery? Well, I've thought about this a little bit. And I think before I met Larissa, I felt like I was just so alone and I felt like nobody really understood and I couldn't even really come home and talk to my husband or I couldn't really talk to 
anybody because nobody really understood the different stresses. So I had young kids and I, I started the salon um, purely because my um the, the, my, our kids were little and my husband was a pilot and nobody was hiring pilots. So I just, right, I need to open a salon because that's all I know. So I opened the space with um, no clients and I hadn't been hairdressing for a couple of years. So it was massive. And to, mm. I met Larissa online and to, to feel like she really understood was the most incredible um, experience. I felt like whatever I was going through, she'd been through it before and she could say to me from a higher perspective, like, you know, and and not only be there with me in the trenches when something was happening in my business, but she also showed me how to make sure that that didn't happen again or how to, how to um, learn from the situation to put something into place that, like, protected me in the long run. Okay, amazing. I often felt the same in the earlier days of my salon. What would it have meant to you for your or for your business if things had stayed the same? And what about you personally? Well, I feel like if I hadn't have got the support and help from Larissa and Salon Owners Collective, I feel like um, A... <laughs> I probably would have been a burnt out shell of a person. I don't think that I would still be in business and I don't think that my marriage would have survived it. You know, um, I think, and I get a bit emotional when I think about it, but it was really tough. The kids were really little. It was a really tough time. Dave, my husband had no concept of like how hard it was and I, I don't think that I that our marriage would have survived it. And now, at the moment, we are the best we have ever been. The business is the best it's ever been. Um, the cat's coming. <laughs> I'm not on the floor anymore because before I was working 40 hours on the floor plus doing all the management side of it and the kids and running a household and my body just gave up. Like I, I've had um, bursitis in both hips and both shoulders. I can't have any more cortisone. And now I feel happier and healthier than I ever have before and my business is doing better. Yeah, and I, I never thought that um, to me when we start a business, you, you, you intrinsic intrinsically think that you have to work hard and not say no to anybody and just like really like thrash yourself and that's what I did I I just client after client I'd but get people in and I just I wouldn't say no and I guess through this um, experience with Salon Owners Collective, I learned that, that that's not going to help anyone because I'm not steering the ship. I was just so into my clients. I couldn't train anyone. I couldn't solve any bigger issues. Um, I was just, that's all I could do, you know, mm. and it just wore me into the ground. So um, I, I really don't think my business or my marriage would have survived without the help that I've been given. Well, if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? I see many, many salon owners at this exact same point. I was there too once. You might have young kids, other ventures, taking your time away from the business. Or you might be just so stuck inside of your business that you don't know how to grow and grow the business any further. So I'm super curious, what made you choose Salon Owners Collective over the other salon coaching programs? So it's a funny little start 
my, me with um, Salonona's Collective, I won, um, Larissa did uh, a post. I'd followed her online and it was when Salonona's Collective had first started and my business was sort of just starting and I won something. I, I commented on something and won something. And uh, now that I know that behind the scenes it was probably her trying to get guests and, and uh, the way that we, we do, but it was, it was awesome. And uh, we met and I was really attracted to the strong female women helping each other because hairdressing can be, um, and it's one of the things that I don't enjoy about the hair industry is that women can be like, oh, she's doing very successful, like, and they just and a horrible, like tall poppy syndrome and don't, you know, or nasty and then or won't talk to other people because they think they're so good. Or, And I was really attracted to that strong females encouraging each other. Like I just, yeah. that to me is, is incredible. It's an incredible, powerful tool. Like, and whether it's just Larissa or other people when you're on calls, other salon owners, I've made friendships, you know, with other salon owners. Um, and it's, it's not just Larissa, it's the whole, the whole thing. I think that that then flows into the salons as well. So it's not just like um, like we take that back into our little microbiome of our salon and, and encourage that behaviour as well. And sometimes I'm talking and I think, oh, my God, that's Larissa. Like in my mind it's coming out. <laughs> I think that's one of the strengths of the program and Larissa is that she has these, um, you know, um, work harder, not smarter, like the the mantras and the the things that, you know, she says that it's repeated and that's why it is it just becomes second nature whenever I'm doing things I think does this benefit me or does you know I'm, I'm thinking like how she thinks now or how she um talk, or how any of the trainers talk and think about things hey I just wanted to pop in to tell you something don't worry we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second now if this sounds like you listen up you have a team you love your team but you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more, because everybody wins. The team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get back to the episode. Because a lot of people listen to this podcast and they may or may not know about our nine-part plan that we use inside of Salon Mastery. I would love for you to give a little insight from the perspective, your perspective as the business owner. Can you share which three strategy steps inside of our program have had the biggest impact on you and your salon? 
I had three standout things. Um, so I implemented last year, it took me, it was a big rock and I took a long time to do it. And it was the do I get a pay rise system. And I have it all itemized level by level. I've got um, a beautiful Canva printout. I can send it to my girls. They know where they start. They know their um, structure and the flow and the system of how to make more money. Um, I do the videos every week. So I, a Loom video of how they went the week before, you know, what we can work on. And that has single-handedly been the biggest thing for my business, I think. Um, the second, uh, I've really enjoyed the social media and the marketing side of it. Um, so I have a plan with my social media, um, the hot, cold, warm phase of the client, um, which I sort of, probably because I haven't grown up with social media, it was uh, really good for me to learn that side of it. Um, mm -hmm. And then the third part was the CEO dash with the knowing my numbers um, and realising that that 1% can make such a difference in the overall business and the profit. Um, so, you know, I, and even I've just changed accountants and he was blown away with my the CEO Dash um, stuff I was showing him and he was just like, wow, this is incredible. Um, and it's the first time I didn't realise that you had accountants that were like, one type of accountant was the accountant that would just be like you're compliant but then the other type of accountant was like helping you actually create a better business and and um helping you you do the salon better and he's one of these um accountants so i think that as well as really helped um my business too yeah and it was really funny you know um we've just changed to uh l'oreal recently with my color and um my, I know the business guy. Uh, anyway, so we were we, we had a little meeting before our business meeting, right? And he said to me, now, I just wondered if you'd be able to get some figures for me. It'll probably be really tricky for you to be able to find, but I just need to know, like, what's your um, average dollar ticket and what's your, you know, a few, a few normal KPIs. And I'm, I just got my laptop and I was like, right, well, my average ticket for the last 12 weeks has been this, this, this. And he was like, holy moly like <laughs> when he looked at the KPI system and what we track every week and what I know about all my my staff he was blown away and he just said Melinda you could teach some salon owners a thing he said I'm not sure whether I can really help <laughs> so that was I thought a really big win for salon owners Melinda you've come such a long way with your numbers so speaking of numbers let's talk sales just for a little bit. I would love to know what were your sales figures like before Salon Owners Collective, Salon Mastery versus what they are now? I have over doubled my takings and I am 99% off the floor. I'm going to get to my million dollar salon. I really am. Like now that is my goal. So we've gone from, I think, uh, maybe even only three years ago, I used to aim for eight thousand a week. Then it, I, I really wanted ten, and then I wanted to consistently get twelve, and we're now at sixteen thousand every week with with the same or less staff and me not on the floor. And is this because you having more staff producing income rather than you producing it yourself? Do you have new or different products and services that have been introduced and are 
higher average client spend or is it something else? Yes. So um, I think the number one thing that I've taken away from Salon, well, another really important thing that I've taken away from Salon Owners Collective is the tiered pricing. So because, and with me not being on the floor, my goal is to train my new staff, my new apprentices, because there is a shortage of, of hairdressers in our industry, especially in Australia. So I've focused on the grassroots and that's come directly from um, Larissa. And uh, so my time goes into them and we have them income generating faster. And so we've got more guests being serviced. The younger staff are like doing hairdressing earlier. They're not just cleaning um, and they love it more and they're learning more and they're progressing faster. So I've got a second year apprentice who is, uh, she's comparable to my seniors that have been hairdressing 20 years because she's been with me longer. She's grown through that whole system. And she she's my second biggest earner in the salon and she's only been doing it two years. That's, that's the power of it. And I don't think you need to, like, and I think as well then the way that I interview new staff has changed as well because before I would have looked at, well, she's hairdressed 30 years, so she must be incredible. It's not that I'm, I'm now looking at nice, kind people that will work within our framework and that will, will learn, that have that um, eat, like that want to learn because that has suited me so much better than hairdressers that have come in, promised me the world, like I'm incredible, like I've been hairdressing this long and, um stolen all my clients and opened up down the road <laughs> and then wouldn't retail, wouldn't rebook um, and would try to discount everybody at the reception, you know. So I think it, it's, it's I, I just would never employ anybody like that again and the way that Larissa has shown, taught me how to do it is the right, is the right path for us. Yes, working less on the floor and having the time to work on the business and seeing better results is the key to Salon Mastery. You've smashed it in the time, your time since joining Salon Mastery. Since we're already talking about wins, what do you think has been or has had the biggest impact on your life? So the two biggest wins are the structure and then the other side of that, the freedom. They're the two things that um, I've that are now holistically part of my life not only at home, but at the salon as well. Oh, Melinda, I love that. Watching you grow and shine throughout our time together has been one of my highlights for sure. Not only that, we get to make good friends along the way, which I love. On that note, do you want to finish this sentence for me? I almost didn't join Salon Mastery because... Maybe the only reason that I would have thought right back in the beginning that I wouldn't have joined was because of the money. I think um, when you're struggling so much with your business, it's really easy to fall in the trap of feeling like it's just another bill. I think if I had have like gone down the path of that mentality, then I may not have joined. Um, but then when you join, you actually see the value. Like that price is nothing when you 
you know, like when you see the value of what that actually brings to my business, it's priceless. It's You can't put a figure on it, you know. And finish this sentence, but I'm glad I did join because. I'm glad I did join because I, ne- I now know that there is no value on that joining fee or that that price that I thought was just another bill. Like I, I now see that it's just changed my whole life, you know, and I don't think you really can put a price on that. So I am super glad that I did join. Yes, I've seen so many salons positively impacted from within Salon Mastery. Lots of friendships made. Can you tell me from your perspective, what was one result or impact or bonus that you got out of Salon Mastery that you didn't expect to gain? Friendships. That was the added bonus. Like, I guess I thought that I was, you know, that I'd get help in my business, but I, I don't think I ever really thought that I'd, I'd genuinely love and care for the people that sometimes I've never even met, you know. Um, so, and I think as well the other side of that is that I'm I'm rooting for someone else's business that does the same as me, but I'm like, yeah, good on you, that's that's great, you know. Like I I love that, like it doesn't feel like I'm so alone or so self-centered and so in my own world. I feel like I've got another family. And and as well, when I look back to the person that I was, like you can ask Larissa, I wouldn't have I didn't even know how to join a Zoom meeting. <laughs> like I could not have even done that. Now spreadsheets are my Loom. friends. Loom. <laughs> I hated numbers because I didn't understand. I, I didn't know and I didn't understand. In my mind, I felt like I was just a hairdresser. Like I and I, and maybe in my mind I thought I should be able to do this because this is like the natural progression. But now I think I'm a business owner. I'm not just a hairdresser. I I understand the business side of it. And it's it's sort of like you've got to do your apprenticeship in the business <laughs> side of it. To understand, yeah, I I find it difficult now to go back to the old, you know, hairdresser head. <laughs> Why did she just put that colour in that bowl and not use it? Like, oh, you know, like it's it's very hard to, you know, go back to maybe the person that I might have been where I thought, oh, that's all right, you know, 10 grams of colour won't help. Now I know that 10 grams of colour is actually $23,000 wastage for the year. <laughs> I think... Because I was a part of Salon Owners Collective before COVID, I think that I may not have survived that either if I hadn't have had the backing and support of Salon Owners Collective, if I look back. Um, Because it was such a a unique and scary time to be in business, um, I think if I had been alone, I may not have dealt with it as well as what I have dealt with it. Um, And I think... Having the time and the lockdowns and, and whatever that we've had, I've really been able to utilise that time um, because with Salon Owners Collective and all the information and the hub and the, and the things that I could work on. At the moment, you know, with everybody talking about recessions and, and things like that, and, you know, Larissa said not long ago in one of her intensives that she actually increased her business 20% through a recession. So knowing these sort of things 
and knowing that these things are possible, you're able to focus on those things instead of the holy crap, we're going into recession or whatever. Like you're able to focus because I haven't got time to focus on anything other than like really important and really um, motivational stuff. So I feel like if I didn't have that, then I would probably be more inclined to be bought into the like, oh, my gosh, you know what? (laughs) Amazing, Melinda. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I really, really appreciate your time that you've given us to put this together. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? You know, one of my team members, the really good second year, she said to me, she had a particularly rough day in the salon one day, and she said to me, Melinda, hairdressing is an extreme sport. (laughs) And she said, and I don't do sport. And I've always thought about it in my mind. And then I remember saying to her, if you think hairdressing is an extreme sport, being a salon owner is an extreme, extreme sport, you know. Um, and it's never really, never really left my mind, you know, that um, it is just such a, a tricky thing to go through. And that's a wrap. Melinda, I love hanging out with you inside of Salon Mastery. Thank you so much for agreeing to share on this podcast and sharing your Salon Mastery experience. Now, if you're listening and you've listened to the end of this podcast and you're thinking, yes, everything that Melinda's been through is kind of like where I'm at and I resonate with what she's saying, whether it's juggling or balancing between motherhood and business ownership and learning how to implement strategies that keep your team and your business thriving, well, maybe we should chat. I'm looking to work with five salon owners at the beginning of 2023 to go from living in overwhelm and stress into living their true potential as a salon master and a salon CEO. Now, if this sounds like you, all you need to do is click the apply now button in the show notes of this very episode. And let's chat. Let's see if salon mastery is a right fit for you. I look forward to connecting with you again same time same place on the next episode of the salon owners collective podcast ciao for now thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast tune in every week as i reveal the latest insights and advice and what it takes to truly master your inner salon ceo and master your salon success subscribe to the salon owners collective podcast on itunes or spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.